Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com, or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50, and the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or have made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636 778 3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Hi, everybody. It's good to be here today. I am happy to bring you these podcasts every week, and I'm always so thankful to have folks tell me when they've been encouraged by them or that they've truly just been blessed by the data and it's been able to help them to improve their health. Um, You may be someone that listens to my podcast via uh, SoundCloud or, or potentially through Uh, maybe a source like Apple podcast, and you may not, um, you know, uh, be someone who watches me on Facebook, but I do also do a Facebook live at the same time that I do my podcasts. Um, So I appreciate everyone listening from all different angles. We are currently going into our fourth week of having our business shut down. Our fitness center um, will 
hopefully reopen in the next couple of weeks. Um, I, of course, am a health coach and also a personal trainer. Most of you all know that. Uh, and I also lead uh, 11 trainers as well as um, run a, a specialty bakery where I help people to uh, be able to uh, have healthy snacks and not have to take in poisonous ingredients while doing it. Um, today, I want to talk a little bit about a topic that I think is just really important for everyone to hear right now. Um, I just want to try my hardest to be able to give you some godly advice and also uh, just some advice from someone who is 44 years old. I'm not super young and I'm not super old, um, but I've gone through a lot in my 44 years and I just really want to try to give you some advice on some timing on some issues and maybe some things that you may be going through right now. Um, I want to stress the importance of quality nutrition and the ability to have a clear mind, a focused mind, uh, the ability to control your emotions, the ability to stabilize your hormones has such a, a relation on how you feed yourself what you drink and what you eat every day is truly going to have an impact on how you handle everyday life. And right now we want to quit. Probably there's a lot of things that we want to quit because things are starting to get pretty hard. Uh, I recorded a podcast yesterday that was called dealing with setbacks. I talked a lot about the different setbacks that we've been dealing with as a business. Uh, we have not, uh, been able to, um, receive any type of assistance um, from the government at this point to be able to assist in growing our business and getting it back on its feet. So it is very shocking um, to have these types of things happen and to be in a position to where you still have to lead people, you still have to be positive, and you still have to give them the inspiration and motivation to want to continue, even though every day you are being told no from every direction uh, on assistance. And I know that there are a lot of people that are getting assistance and I, I'm just standing in faith and, and uh, praising God that they are. Um, I'm certainly not uh, one of the people that's posting, complaining about other people getting assistance and, and me not. Um, I want all of us to get assistance. Uh, you know, if someone's walking around with a couple million dollars in the bank, they probably did something to earn that couple million dollars. So far be it for me to pass judgment on them and their position and how hard it is uh, for them to manage their business. It's got to be a thousand times harder than it is for me to man manage my 13 uh, uh, employee business. However, I do feel that we all deserve an equal chance right now with all that's going on at getting an opportunity for a second chance. Um, the only thing I can say is that, um, you know, when it's come to things being fair or come to things being equal, um, the SBA loans um, is actually titled uh, small business. So I do hope that there will be a breakthrough and there will be additional funding for those small businesses so that um, they can provide the 
services that change lives, you know, whatever that may be. And it may just be as simple as it being a small boutique and it changes lives because people can go in there and it can brighten their day and, and it can truly be a positive place for them to go. Uh, it doesn't have to just be a facility like mine where we legitimately have the ability to change people's lives through their health and nutrition. It could be a restaurant. I pray that we all get the assistance that we need. And although money has run out, I'm believing God for a breakthrough that more money will come back in so that we can all come back stronger from this. Now, it's so easy to think of yourself first in this situation, right? Like I could easily say, well, I'm, I'm only gonna think about myself right now. I've gotta get myself covered. That would be the first thing that I could say if I wanted to. I have a family, we have a child to support. Um, we could easily say, I can't worry about those other 12 people. I have to worry about these people inside this house and I have to put them first before anyone. And, and I understand that I do need to make my family the priority and I do need to make sure that I provide for my family. But I also feel a responsibility as a business owner, but I also feel a responsibility as a Christian and someone who serves God on a regular basis to make a commitment to him and to listen to him first. And I don't feel like I serve a selfish God by any way, by any stretch of the imagination. And I don't feel like I should be a selfish individual. I feel I should be a selfless individual. Now, I can't put us in bankruptcy to do that. I can't not feed my child. I cannot not provide shelter for uh, my husband and my child and I. I have to make sure that I figure this out in a way that I can do all of those things. Uh, but I also can't selfishly decide that it's all about me, it's all about my feelings, it's all about my desires, it's all about my wants. Right now, my suggestion for you would be, don't quit your job right now. It probably couldn't be the worst time in the world for you to quit your job. Your employer needs you right now. And maybe you don't like that employer, maybe you don't like that job but stick it out. Give them a couple months of your time. If you don't do it for them, do it for you because it'll make you feel better in the long run that you didn't walk out on them when the chips were down and when they really needed you. Stick it out. Now, if you're in a position to where it's unsafe or it could harm you or, you know, there's risk involved that could potentially harm your health or endanger you, I'm not telling you to stay in that situation, but don't let fear and panic control you and don't give up something that you, you may really wish in six months that you still had. In addition, as a business owner, I want to tell you that right now, every member of my staff is paramount to me. We need every single one of us to make this work. Uh, when we go back, all of us are going to have to work our hearts out to make this a success. I mean, we, <laughs> we were successful before this happened. 
And now it's as if uh, an earthquake or I say a hurricane or something came in and it just washed it all away, took it all away. And yet we have no insurance to cover any of the expenses because we don't have a million dollars in the bank and we don't have any assistance. So I, if I could impress anything on you as a business owner, as a mom, as a wife, please don't just quit your job right now. Your employer really needs you. They need you to stick it out with them. They need you to work your heart out for them for the next six months. And then if at the end of the year, after you've helped them get through this trying time, if you still truly feel that's not the place for you to be, leave then, but stick it out now. Try it, just, just try being selfless for just a little while. I'm telling you, God will bless you with the grace that's just amazing when you do it. When you get out of yourself um, and, and that position to where you're so completely focused on what you need to do for you every day and you start focusing on what you can do for other people and how you can help to improve them, it can really change your life in the process. So my first on the list is please don't quit your job right now. Now's not the time to quit your job. Second on the list is don't quit your spouse. They, they might be showing you a different side right now. And it may be a side that's scaring you. It may be a side that is annoying you. It may be a side that's making you sad. Um, just hang in there with them. They're human just like you. And yes, it does feel like things are pressing in from all angles. And I can assure you that that is really going to cause issues in marriages. And it's going to cause people to be on edge. So you're going to snap at a family member and you're going to speak at them in ways that you're probably likely going to regret. The way I've always tried to view my marriage is... I look at my husband as the head of our household. Now I'm not trying to say that he dominates me in any way. And I'm not trying to say that he rules the roost and he, he makes all the rules. But what I am trying to say is if God is the head of our house, I feel like he's made John therefore the head of the household. So he keeps us safe and protected. So the way I've looked at the way I speak to my husband or the way I treat my husband is in reverence to the way I would act towards God. So I have a conviction that my actions actually can reap, uh, I can reap what I sow from those actions. So I can misbehave and I can mistreat my spouse and I can feel horribly convicted by that because I honestly feel a conviction to God on it first because I feel like I've disappointed him in doing that and then you have the conviction of what you've done to your spouse the best and first thing that you can do is repent not only repent to God but repent to your spouse and as they see your heart and they know how genuine you're being and how much you care for them and your willingness and desire to be able to show them how much you love them and care for them, 
it, it's truly going to bless them in a way that they will be forgiving. But just ask for forgiveness. Again, I'm going to go back to that first statement about not quitting your job. Go back to being selfless, not selfish. When it comes to you and your spouse, it can't be all about you. It won't be all about you. I promise you, it has to be about their feelings too. It has to be about what they're going through. And just sit back for a second and realize that they're human and that they're dealing with emotions that you don't even know about. Okay, and they're going to say and do things and you actually might be projecting something onto them based off of what you're feeling on the inside. So before you speak anything out to them in vain that you know you're going to regret, really try to bridle your tongue, pray about it. Give it an hour before you say something. And if you still feel that way, try to speak to them as reasonably as humanly possible so that you can have a connection with them that is not tainted by disrespect, meaning you haven't done so many things to them that they have so much to get past and so much to get over before they can actually respect you again or respect the words that you're saying to them. But at the end of the day, the bottom line is selflessness, not selfishness. It can't all be about you. The same holds true with your children. You're, you're going through this homeschool process. You're struggling with them. They may not be behaving the way that you'd like them to. These are things that I'm hearing clients tell me, okay? I, I, I still meet with clients on a daily basis. I don't meet with them in person, but I, I do meet with them by phone. And I just hear them breaking. I hear them personally cracking because of all of these stressors. Their job, their husband, their spouse, their child. You can't quit your child. You don't have the choice. You can't give up. Each day is a new day. You have to wake up fresh for them. God gave you that child, okay? Now you are the leader of that household. And if you walk around stressed out, and if you walk around in a panic all the time, they're gonna do it too. And if you are not controlling your temper, they are not gonna control your te their temper. If you're messy, if you don't get up and you're not organized and you're not taking care of yourself and you don't have a schedule, they won't have a schedule. I realize that is a lot of responsibility for you, but it's responsibility that you need to take serious because you are molding your child right now. Right now, these things that they go through. Every night when I go to bed, I pray. I pray to God. God, I pray Sophie will see my faith in this whole situation. I know that she sees me working every day. I know that she sees me uh, filling out applications to try to get uh, funding, to try to get assistance. I know that she sees me believing God for every dime that comes in, for everything that happens. She sees me believing God. I just pray that she sees my faith through this. I pray the legacy that I leave to her is one that she understands that when the chips were down, when the setbacks were handed out to me left and right, that she saw me use my faith to be able to work my way through it. Now, I can't give up on her. I've got to be the light to her. I can't cave and start showing her all my stresses and showing her 
all of my fears and showing her all of my anxieties, I need to be strong around her. I can also show her my emotion and show her I'm human, but I really do need to stay focused and be strong and show her how mighty God is and how powerful he's been and share the blessing with her of all that he's done. I can share the setbacks with her as well, but what I need to do in those setbacks is I need to show her how my faith in God is strengthened because of them and how I refuse to give up and how I'm standing in faith and believing God for a breakthrough. Now, the next thing on my list to not give up on and to not quit is yourself. You can't give up on yourself. You can't stop believing in yourself. You can't start talking negatively to yourself every day because that continued speak on a regular basis, it's going to hold you back. It's going to keep you from actually truly achieving what God has set before you. And there's a message in this whole situation for you. And it's different for everybody. I see that message that's out. We're not all in the same boat. It's like, I know through this process, I've said we're all in the same boat. So I, I'm like, okay, sorry, we're not in the same boat. We're on the same, we're in the same storm. I get it. Sorry. But you know, I get it that Ruth Chris is getting $30 million and I'm getting none. But at the end of the day, they're still going through hardship. Okay. We're all going through a great deal of hardship and yes, they're going to get $30 million, but just like if the government would have given me the hundred thousand dollars I needed, it would have gone quickly. That's why they said I had to have it all paid back in two and a half months. $30 million for someone that big is going to go that quickly. So don't, don't give up on you. Don't give up on the belief that you know that you have, that you can do all things through Christ, that, 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 that you are more than a conqueror. Don't start believing the contrary to any of that. And if you are, and you're telling yourself that you're a failure, you need to turn on a different channel and you need to start listening to something different. You need to get an advisor. You need to get around someone that is full of faith that can genuinely input faith in you. I listen to Pastor Jeff Perry from St. Louis Family Church literally twice a day, every day. It's keeping me okay. It's teaching me and showing me that, that God is my source in all things. And I'm not giving up on myself. I'm staying strong. And the last thing on my list is to not give up on your faith. You can't give up on faith. It's so easy for the enemy to come in and for that enemy to say, you know, if there really was a God, would all of this really be happening? Would, would this person get this and this person not get this? It's truly so easy for the enemy to convince you that God isn't real and that he can't help you in times of trouble. Because if he could, wouldn't all this get fixed? The reality is, is you cannot give up on faith because you have to account for every blessing, okay? And so I always look at all of it, the bigger picture. 
I have a beautiful yard I can walk in every day. No, I can't walk on the street as much as I should, or I can't get around a lot of people. I get it, but I can still walk my yard. I can stick my hands in my soil if I want to. I have shelter. I have food. I have a wonderful family. I have to look at what God has blessed me with instead of each day focusing on the lack or the things that are missing or the the you know issues that are happening even for those that are sick it would be very easy for them to give up on their faith because they could say why would this virus come on me if i if god was real why would he let this virus come on me if i've sat here in strong faith I understand how you could think that way, but you have to believe and know God will see you through it. And every verse in the Bible is a promise that you can hang on and it genuinely can change your life. If you don't know him, boy, you need to because that's where your security can come from. The key to this whole message and and the point that I feel like God has driven home to me this entire time is it's not about being selfish and worrying about yourself first and taking care of yourself first and getting yourself set up first. I don't believe in that. And I may die broke because of it, okay? And and I, I guess I'm willing to do that, but I'm willing to take care of my employees, uh, even though they're independent contractors and the government won't let me take care of them because they won't give me any money, I'm going to find a formula. I'm going to find a way for them to be taken care of. I'm going to take care of my friends. I'm going to take care of my family. And I'm going to do everything I can to secure my household. But I'm not going to be selfish in the process. Now is not the time to quit your job. Your employer really wholeheartedly needs you. Stick it out with them stay strong with them. It's going to be hard. You're going to have to get out of your comfort zone. You're going to have to make some sacrifices, but please, I'm telling you as an employer, do that. They need you. They need you to make the sacrifices right now. God is going to honor your sacrifice that you make for that employer. Don't quit your spouse. Love them as you would the Lord. Don't give up on them right now. They're going through a hard time. Pray them through it. Believe through it. You will be stronger and God will honor what you do with them. And believe God for that breakthrough for them. Don't give up on your kids. They need you. They need you to be a strong light right now. They need to see faith in you. Don't let that break. Show them the light of the Lord every day in what you do. And don't give up on yourself. Stop talking defeat to yourself. Stop getting in your head and repeating all those bad signals. You don't need to hear any of that. Believe in yourself. Believe you will overcome. Believe you will get out of fear and anxiety. And use all these tools that we've talked about all this time to be able to help you to do that. And lastly, don't give up on your faith. At the end of the day, if I have nothing at all, no government assistance, no business, no employees, no family, I will always have my faith. And it has been what has set me free and what has kept me from being in fear, from being in anxiety, uh, for being in depression. Faith has held me out of that this entire time. 
people are chemically imbalanced. So they're going to have those problems even when they have faith. I understand that, but please don't give up on it. Now's not the time. Now's the time that you have to stay committed and fervently focused on that faith. It truly can change your life. I pray great blessing on each of you. I pray for breakthrough and I pray that you receive what you need during this whole process so that you can move on and be stronger in your faith, stronger in your relationship with your spouse, stronger in your resolve as a parent, stronger as an employee and as someone who makes a commitment to your company. Be stronger in all those areas. I know that you can be. I pray for all of you and I, I pray for great blessing and harvest in each of your lives. God bless you and thank you so much for listening.